You are listening to Sounding Out to the Nations. This is Evangelist Ronnie Casillas, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. I pray that this time that we have together will be a blessing to you, and I uh, pray that God would break through and, and release you from whatever you're facing today. Perhaps you're sitting there or standing, and you're wondering, when is the breakthrough coming? Perhaps you're in a rut, you're in a circumstance, you're facing a mountain of bills, and uh, perhaps your husband has left you or your wife has left you, uh, and you're sitting there and you're crying and wondering, when is the breakthrough coming? I've got a message for you today that I've titled, The God of the Breakthrough. He truly is the God of the Breakthrough. When it seems like nothing is happening around you, that's when God is working the most, my friend. And I, I remember preaching a revival, and on the last day of the revival that I preached, a young lady came up to the altar, and she had, um, uh, her belly was swollen, and I thought, I was wondering if she was pregnant or not, and the Lord gave me a word for her about her pregnancy, and and uh, she was crying and bawling as she came up to the front, and and I just shared with her word. I said, look, I just uh, heard a word from the Lord for you, and I need to share it with you. And and um, so I told her, I said, sis, um, I said, God wants you to know that, that um, this baby, this child that you're holding in your womb will come to full term. This pregnancy will come to full term. In fact, the Lord wants me to tell you that his word is being deposited in your womb and that it's applying itself to the walls of your womb today to hold that child. It's applying itself to the walls of your womb as glue on a piece of paper to hold that baby, that infant, that fetus in your womb for the duration of the nine months. And you will have a child. He will be healthy. And uh, as I said that, I didn't even touch her. I just spoke that word to her, and she fell to the floor, and she was crying and 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 just praising and honoring God. And and I I um, looked at her, and her husband came running from the back of the church to the front, uh, right in front of where I was standing. And I said, I said, what is going on with your wife? And he said, well, he said just Friday which was two days before, we were now on Sunday. She said, just Friday, she went to the doctor, and the doctor told her she would not be able to have a child, this child, that it would not come to full term, um, and that she would lose it unless she received shots in her womb. And the doctor warned her, he said, he said, more than likely and very probable, if, if you do take these shots, that child could become... Uh, mentally challenged and and have brain damage in fact is what what the husband said and uh, she refused to get the shots she told the doctor I'm not going to get a shot and damage my child knowingly like this she said so uh, I'm going to hear from God and I'm going to wait on God for a miracle and here she comes in Sunday and without you knowing anything about her circumstance you spoke that word and folks, I'm here to tell you today that 
that young lady has birthed a child he's healthy as can be and God broke through in that situation he's the God of the breakthrough he truly is uh, God who delights to show mercy is always near us folks waiting for us to call upon his name he's always waiting there just beyond what we can see and I want to read a passage from first Chronicles chapter 14 verse 8 through 11 and uh, it's a story of David it says when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel all the Philistines went up to seek David and David heard of it and went out against them and the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim and David inquired of God saying shall I go up against the Philistines and wilt thou deliver them into mine hand and the Lord said unto him go up for I will deliver them into thine hand so they came up to Baal Perazim and David smote them there then David said God has broken in upon mine enemies by mine hand like the breaking forth of water therefore they call the name of that place Baal Perazim and so today's prayer for personal guidance is almost a lost art have you noticed that people don't ask God for direction or strategies or wisdom uh, we here today I've, I've noticed most of the prayers are directed at God, God blessing what we're about to do not God telling us to do a certain thing or a certain way see our tendency is to run around doing what we think best and then ask God to bless our activity I hope you understand what I'm saying uh, that's not the will of God that's not the pattern established in the scripture for prayer See, we can learn a lesson from the leaders of Israel who approached the prophets in times of need. Uh, time and again, they made requests like, Pray that the Lord your God will tell us what we should go, where we should go, and what we should do. Jeremiah 42.3, I'm going to read that again. They, said, they came to the prophets and they said, Pray that the Lord your God will tell us where we should go and what we should do. See, God's plan for our lives includes the where we should go and the what we should do. In order for us to know, we need a breakthrough, folks. We need a breakthrough in prayer, a breakthrough in our relationship with God. We need a breakthrough to such a point that we recognize the voice of God when He speaks to us. See, the images of a flood, uh, flooding waters breaking through a dam as David's troops broke through the Philistine assault. The surfer can only ride a wave. Have you noticed that? I've been to the beach many times, and I've, I noticed that the surfer can only ride a wave. He cannot make a wave. He cannot create one. So the, the Christian cannot make a breakthrough, but only ride one. He can only ride that breakthrough. A breakthrough is when God generates a wave and sends it in your direction. Uh, you ride that wave into dry ground and and a higher level of living in your life. There's a breakthrough. There's a wave of confidence and boldness, a wave of anointing and of the Spirit of God that flows upon your situation. A breakthrough is when God generates a wave and sends it in your direction. 
You ride that wave into dry ground and a level of victory uh, you have been searching for. There's a breakthrough. And there's some momentum to help you move in that direction. Uh, and so Baal Prezim pre, means the Lord of the breakthrough. David had just been anointed and appointed king over Israel. And the Philistines did not like that. They did not like that David was functioning in the position of king. After all, remember the song? David has slain his thou ten thousands. Ten thousands times ten thousands Philistines. The enemy knows your strength. He knows your weaknesses just like he knew um, David's weaknesses and strengths. And so David was a threat to the enemies of God. He Saul had sent him out on several occasions and he came back with a report and a testimony that thousands upon thousands of Philistines had been slain by the hand of David and his army. I'm here to tell you that every time a promotion is planned for you, the enemy comes in like a flood. The Philistines came and they positioned themselves in the valley of Rephaim. This was a test of the callings and purposes of God in the life of David. And know for sure that there will come a test when God calls you. When God purposes something for you in your life. See, this was no ordinary valley. This was the valley of the giants. The valley of Rephaim. And so this was no ordinary people. They were giants. The word spread in verse 9. The word spread indicates that that they were very numerous and when the philistines heard that david was anointed king over all israel all the philistines went up to seek david the enemy heard that the nation of israel had been unified and there was concern you see nothing gets a devil rattled like a church that is in agreement and working together three things david did that brought breakthrough the first was release. First Chronicles 14.8 says, And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David and heard of it and went out against him. He surrendered to God. David surrendered to God. David recognized his need for God when facing a giant. He did when facing Goliath as a teenager. He did when fighting the Philistines as a young king in training under Saul. He did on another occasion when the Amalekites had taken uh, David's wife and the wives of his men and their children. He inquired of the Lord. He inquired and asked God for a strategy. See, he didn't just go blindly after his family. He waited for the right time. He waited for the voice of God. He heard a, vo a word from the Lord himself. He also did that on this occasion. He sought the Lord. He sought for a strategy. Remember the scripture where he's, it says that he encouraged himself of the Lord? He encouraged himself in the Lord before he went out to battle. See, he waited for the right time. He also did that on this occasion. James chapter 4 verse 7 reads like this. It says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Most of us make the mistake of resisting the devil without submitting to God. We resist the devil. We go out to battle 
against the devil without even asking God if we should step out on the battlefield at that time or should we wait for another time. Uh, He surrendered his past accomplishments. See, David had won many battles for God in the past, but he surrendered them all as he submitted himself to God. As David and Saul marched home from battle, the ladies would sing, Saul has killed his thousands, David has killed his ten thousands. By this time, uh, he was a seasoned veteran of war. He could have easily taken credit for the past, or in the least have done what worked for him in the past. He could have taken credit for it or done what had worked for him in the past. We have to release the past, folks, the good and the bad. See, we take credit for the good. We let go of the bad. But I'm here to tell you today, we have to learn to release the good and the bad. He surrendered his present accomplishments as well. See, the Philistines came up again to war in First Samuel, Second Samuel chapter 5. Uh, verse 22 that's second samuel chapter 5 verse 22 it says and the philistines came up yet again and spread themselves in the valley of rephaim david could have easily said okay guys let's not change anything here this worked in the past so let's continue to do it in the present if it worked then it's going to work now hanging on to the past can be a disaster folks David did not dare hang on to the past, the bad as well as the good. And hanging on to the present, we tend to do that as well. But he made a request. Not only did he release his circumstances and his his experiences, but he made a request unto God. David inquired of the Lord. Verse 19 says, Shall I go up to the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. David prayed before stepping out. You see that in the scripture? Listen, when the giants are encamped all around you, you cannot afford to make a mistake. When the giants are encamped all around you, it's not the time to start a prayer life. (laughs) David inquired of the Lord. He inquired of the Lord. He made a request. He sought direction. See, I'm, let me just say that again. When the giants are encapped all around you and the devil is huffing and puffing and trying to break the door down, that's not the time to start a prayer life. You should have a, a steady, consistent, um, faithful prayer, intimate prayer life that's that's develop and developing daily as you spend time with the Lord get to know him get to spend time with him get to draw near to him for he draws near to us folks and so David inquired of the Lord he made a request he sought direction David waited on the Lord I'm here to tell you today that it seems like the church has lost the art of waiting God answered David because he waited on the Lord. God answered David. David had such a good prayer life that he recognized the Lord's voice. The second time the Philistines came, David inquired of the Lord again. See, it was habitual for him. It was a way of life. He was constantly inquiring of the Lord. And they do 
they came a second time. The Philistines did come back again. See, there is a test. You notice that when Jesus was taken into the wilderness by the Spirit of God, the devil came to test him, and he, but he tested him three different times. And the Bible says he would come again. See, God told David uh, to compass or surround the Philistines from behind and to wait for the mulberry trees to move at the breath of a wind. What a test this was. The armies of David must have been restless. They must have thought David had gone crazy with the, all the armies of the Philistines surrounding the camp of Israel and David sitting under a mulberry tree waiting for the leaves to move, just wondering when is it going to move, um, just sitting there whistling and twiddling his thumbs. Uh, you've heard the saying, Twitterly D, twitterly dumb, I'll sit here till Jesus comes. That's what David was doing, and his army must have thought he was crazy. They thought that David had gone bananas. But David had learned. He had learned to make a request of, Lord, of the Lord, to re require a request, a strategy from God. See, our ways are not his ways, neither are our thoughts his thoughts according to Isaiah 55 learn to wait on the Lord those that trust in the Lord shall renew their strength uh, and we have to learn to wait on the Lord that word wait requires trust it requires patience it requires wisdom it requires knowledge it requires understanding of the will of God for our lives it requires submission and God wants us to submit our, our requests unto him. The third thing that we see here, the third thing David did that brought a breakthrough was not only did he uh, make a request or have a release or surrender to God, but third of all, he had resolve. Verse 11 says, So they came up to Baal Perazim, and David smote them there. Then David said, God has broken in upon mine enemies by mine hand like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore they call the name of that place Baal Perazim. David was determined to see this thing through. He was determined to demolish the armies of the Philistines. He burned all their gods in the first, the first time around. He's shattering their faith forever. But 2 Samuel 5.25 says, and David did so as the Lord had commanded him and smoked the Philistines from Geba until thou come to Gazar. From Geba to Gazar was a space of 18 miles. 18 long, long miles of battlefield. David did not tire. He did not waver. He was wanting that breakthrough. David named that place Baal Perazim, the Lord of the Breakthrough. In other words, he kept pressing forward. There was a tenacity in his heart. There was a determination. He pressed towards the mark, like Paul said, of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Always pressing for, forward, not looking backwards, but pressing forward. And David named that place Baal Perazim, the God of the Breakthrough. See, the, that tells me the, that... Breakthrough comes when we press through ourselves, when we have operate with tenacity in our, our hearts. David had broken through when confronting 
or the Lord had broken through when confronting David was confronting the lion and the bear. The Lord had broken through when David confronted Goliath. The Lord had broken through when David sought refuge, refuge in the arms of God while Saul was chasing after him. See, the Lord is the Lord of the breakthrough, and David realized that, that if he just kept pressing forward, he would see the breakthrough. See, God broke through for Abraham when five kings surrounded his 300 men that were not even trained to war. The Lord broke through for Moses when Moses was backed against the Red Sea and the armies of Israel were coming chasing after him, or Egypt rather, were, were chasing after him. He stood there on a rock and he raised up the staff and he said, Behold, the salvation of the Lord. And God broke through and, and broke apart the Red Sea and parted it and made way for the children of Israel to, make, to cross over to the other side. See, the Lord is a Lord of the breakthrough. The Lord broke through for the disciples as they were uh, battling against contrary winds and the waves were up against them and, and they were fearful for their lives and all of a sudden Jesus appears on the scene and he's, he looks at the waves and he looks at the sea and the, the winds and he said, peace be still and the storm was silenced and stilled at that moment. There was a breakthrough. The Lord broke through for Thomas in that, in that room where he was hiding and fearing for his life. All of a sudden the Lord appears through the wall and he was in shock and he, as he saw the nail print hands. He said, my Lord and my God. The Lord broke through. No longer was he a doubting Thomas, but now he was a faith-filled man of God, disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ that went on to do some great things for the Lord. The Lord broke through in the upper room. The Bible says when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place and suddenly, suddenly, see he's the God of the breakthrough. He suddenly appears on the scene. The Lord broke through for Peter and John while they were in prison. The Bible says that they were set free. The Lord broke through for Paul time and again and again and again. In Revelation we see that the Lord breaks through and will break through the clouds in glory and majesty and every eye shall behold him and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Some of you need a breakthrough today. Your past is haunting you. Your mistakes are haunting you. There's sin that's condemning you. Sin is, has, has tainted your conscience. And you need a cleansing. You need a purging of all sin and condemnation and guilt in your conscience. Good is hunting after you. See, God is chasing after you to go today. You need to let go and let God. Because he is the God of the breakthrough. Let's pray today. Father, in the name of Jesus. See, some of you may need a breakthrough. You're lacking a prayer life. You're lacking a, uh, uh, that gumption in your prayer life to cause you to have a breakthrough. You've been asking God. You've been asking him, Lord, I want to meet with you when I spend time with you. I want to I want to just have this breakthrough where all of a sudden I know that I know deep down in my knower uh that 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 you are here with me that I feel you and I sense you and I and I'm speaking to you and hearing your voice respond to the 
cries of my heart, Lord. I'm, I'm, I've been asking you for that. Perhaps that's you. Perhaps you've asked him for a spirit of prayer to come upon you and to saturate your mind and your heart when you bow before the Lord Almighty. Some of you need a breakthrough today. You need resolve. You need tenacity. And you need stick to That's what you need in your spirit for there to be a breakthrough. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this message. We thank you for the fact that you are uh, able, God, to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or imagine. Today I ask that you bless the listener, O God, that you would cause that breakthrough to manifest in their life. Lord God, they're hurting. They're wrestling. Lord God, they're, they're struggling today. Break through today and bring them into victory for once and for all. In Jesus' name, I pray for a breakthrough to manifest in every marriage, in all, every family's finances, all the relationships in the home and the jobs. And, and Lord, just bless, bless your children today and to you be the glory and the honor forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.